0: Presenting this week's story, Louis Zamperini lives, part three. I know Louis is alive. Don't call this paper his death notice. It means the United States War Department does not know where Louis is. Yes, his B twenty four crashed thirteen months ago into the South Pacific Ocean, but he lives. Louis's mom looked at her hands. They were covered with a painful rash oozy moisture that first appeared when she heard that Louis' plane had gone down May twenty seventh 1943. None of his family believed him to be dead. Not possible. From the time Louis walked, he couldn't be stopped. He was an ingenious rebel and survivor. As Louis' family waited for him, Louis and two other soldiers struggled to stay alive in the world's biggest ocean. One died. In a small raft, Louis and Phil faced hunger, thirst, shark attacks, strafing by a Japanese bomber in storms. They glimpsed that a divine power was protecting them. Louis and Phil's raft drifted for 2,000 miles. Day 47, they came to islands in enemy territory. Capture was swift. Their Japanese captors began to strike them, but they were stopped by a captain. For two days, they were given excellent medical attention and food. When they had arrived, each was too weak to walk and had lost half of his body weight. Then the third day, they were ordered to Execution Island. Louis was dumped into a wooden cell crawling with maggots, flies, and mosquitoes. On the wall were names of nine marines. He learned that they had been executed because no prisoners of war left Execution Island alive. Interrogations and beatings followed. He and Phil were used for medical experimentation. Guards tried to strip the men of their dignity. It might be forcing them to crawl and pick up tiny pieces of rice while they were stabbed with sticks. One day, as Louis lay in his wooden cell, he heard voices singing. The melody slipped away, but it remained in his mind, giving him hope. Another day, a new guard came to Louis' door and asked him, You Christian? A little religion had stuck with Louis from his childhood, and he answered, Yes. The guard smiled, Me Christian? Kamomura, the new guard, became a friend and source of hope. Forty-two days passed. Louis and Phil were put on a ship for Japan they were taken to Ofuna. This was a secret prison with no limits to what could be done to prisoners. Guards who showed mercy were repaid with beatings from other guards. In yet another POW camp, Louis became the number one object of Corporal Watanabe's cruelty. The bird, as he was called, was low in rank, but his brutality gave him power. Daily, he found excuses to try to Beat Louis into submission. As months passed, the Allies' bombing of Japan increased. Louis was moved to another prison, and there again was the bird and more torture. Finally, an end to the war came after two atom bombs were dropped upon two Japanese cities. The war was over, but not for all the POWs who returned home. Many battled their war experiences. Louis, drank heavily, found love and marriage but little peace. Not until four years after his release did he walk the aisle of a Billy Graham evangelistic crusade and keep the promise he had made to God upon the Pacific Ocean in a raft. If you will save me, I will serve you forever. Peace and forgiveness came to Louis. This is Barbara Steiner. Louis passed away July 2, 2014. At age 97 Please check out thisweekstory.com